An influencer ate part of her knee in a Bolognese. A woman is charged with faking her own abduction to hide the fact that she dropped out of school. And Japan removed a street piano after many disruptive performances. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's do it. A lady says she put part of her knee into a spaghetti bolognese, fed it to herself and her partner. She put a part of her knee into the bolognese. <laughs> you can't even make this up. Part of her knee in the bolognese. The bo- it was a bolognese. Literally. She put her elbow in the elbow macaroni. Hey, she put her real hair in the angel hair pasta. Oh, I'm full of them, guys. I could keep going with the Italian dishes. What would you put in lasagna? Uh, no, can't do anything with that. We ever hear an influencer in the story. Oh, it's an influencer making this smart decision. How surprising. Her name is Paula Gonu. She, she said she included some of her own knee cartilage in a spaghetti bolognese she made for herself and her partner. Gonu is a 30-year-old Spanish content creator, also known as an influencer. She has 2 million followers on the gram. She was a guest on a podcast, and she told the podcast host that she had part of her knee called the meniscus removed during surgery following an injury. The doctor asked her if she would like to keep her meniscus. Apparently, they let you, they let you take it out. and They're like, you want, to, you want to get this knee to go? Like, yeah, I'll take that to go. I could eat that. I can't finish it here, so take it home and figure out what to do with it. Well, she figured out a, a way to eat it. Um, she says that uh, a week later, her and her partner were joking around and she had the idea of cooking her own knee. I don't know where you get that idea. I'm going to guess alcohol, maybe? Here's a quote from this influencer. I told him I wanted to eat it, wanted to eat my knee because it was a part of me. I had to put it back into my body. And then I made a bolognese and put it in. It put it in and we ate it. We ate my knee. I put my knee back in my body and my partner put it in his body too. We ate it, my knee. And it was a good knee. It tasted delicious. I can really cook. According to Gonu, the influencer idiot, people eat the bones, cartilage, and other parts of worse animals. So what she did wasn't that weird. Oh no, it was weird, Gonu. You can you can say it's not weird, but it's uh, it's upper level weird. That's why it's on Weird AF News. Done fifteen hundred episodes of Weird AF News. Each episode has around three s- segments, so we're looking at like five thousand stories I've covered. Never once have I covered someone eating their body part in a bolognese. So I think we have the data. It's, it's definitely Weird AF. Now, in the comments on YouTube and TikTok, apparently people were divided. Of course, they're going to be divided. We can't even agree that this is dumb. <laughs> if you can't agree that this is dumb, we're never going to find any common ground on important issues like politics. <laughs> Some people thought Go News story was funny, while others were pretty grossed out. One person asked, at what point did I decide that it was a good idea to watch this over dinner? Another commenter noted how Gonu had literally taken the phrase, you are what you eat. Oh, so brilliant. During that podcast interview, by the way, um, Gonu also admitted that she had masturbated on a plane. 
Uh, she said she did that because she couldn't sleep. She claims nobody saw her. So she's just an upstanding citizen, clearly. It's just uh, living by the rules of society. A woman is charged with faking her own abduction to hide the fact that she dropped out of school. A 23-year-old Pennsylvania woman allegedly faked her own abduction earlier this week in a far-fetched effort to hide the fact that she dropped out of college and was not about to graduate. Her name is Chloe Stein. She's 23 years old, as I stated in the previous paragraph. They're just repeating details in this story. I'm going to keep reading because I obey. She was arrested last night. She's been charged with four misdemeanors. What are the misdemeanors? Well, she... She's accused of false alarm to a public safety agency, falsely reporting an offense that did not occur. She obstructed administrations of laws, and uh, she's guilty of disorderly conduct, the court records show, apparently. Seems like a strange excuse to come up with that you dropped out of college. Uh, So, hey, uh, did you graduate? No, no, no. Uh, Mexican cartels, they kidnapped me the week I was about to graduate. I was so close. I was so close. It's a shame. Are you going to go back now? Uh, I don't know. Um, I got the PTSD from the Mexican cartel kidnapping that I don't think I can... um, I don't think I can go back to school. It reminds me of the abduction, just thinking about education at this point. So just going to get a job as an influencer and eat my own body parts on video. Okay, so Chloe Stein was uh, last heard Monday evening at 10.30 p.m. when she texted her boyfriend while driving home from work saying she was being pulled over by a police officer. Her boyfriend tried to contact her numerous times, but to no avail. The state police later heard from her family who said they found her vehicle, a Volkswagen, abandoned on a road. It was at that time the family made a missing person declaration and an expansive search for Stein was launched. Ooh, it says expansive search. It must have been a white girl. They always have an expansive search for the, when the white girls are missing, if you haven't noticed. State police trooper Steve Lamani. Steve Lamani, yeah, he likes a Bolognese. He said in a news conference that uh, the department spent tens of thousands of dollars in the search for this girl which included flying a helicopter around the area for several hours. <laughs> this girl just caused a nuisance and a lot of taxpayer dollars, it would seem. Now, this whole abduction fraud unraveled when a tip came in Tuesday night that Stein was actually at a home about 30 miles southeast of Pittsburgh. When the officers arrived, they found her safe inside, and she was taken in for questioning. She's a psychopath. At the state police station... She told the officers she was pulled over and abducted by, quote, an unknown male who posed as a police officer. She said her abductor had a firearm and that she was blindfolded and taken to various locations in the area. But investigators were very suspicious of her account. Before they found her, they received a call from Penn State University officials, which said that Stein was not currently enrolled at the school, contrary to news reports that described her as a senior at Penn State. Uh, The police also found from the college that she had not been attending the school for quite some time almost at the point where it was over a year maybe two and uh, graduation was right around the corner according to Lamani he says that really led us in the direction that at any point of time there was no police interaction there was no pullover whatsoever none of that even happened Uh, when Stein was sternly confronted about all of these inconsistencies she admitted that she had fabricated all of this information pertaining to the incident and uh, she 
claims she launched the, ho- the hoax because she wasn't actually at- attending college. Uh, the police believe uh, that she had hid the fact that she wasn't going to school for so long and that she was possibly disappointing some people. And that was the reasoning behind her lame excuse. The police say that they are still investigating whether other persons are involved in this alleged hoax. Yeah, I'd like to imagine there's some sort of service out there that uh, if you can't handle the grueling responsibilities of college, you can call them and they'll come up with some cockamamie scheme for you, like a fake kidnapping or something. Like, uh, you haven't finished your term paper on time, guys? Well, just call us. We'll tell your parents in the school that you've been abducted by aliens. That'll buy you some more time on that term paper now, won't it? Oh, college is so rough, guys, isn't it? Oh, it's so hard. I don't know how people get through it. Oh, you got to get up and go to that class at one thirty. Oh, oh, one paper that's due at the end. Oh, boy, that's rough. A paper that you could just have chat GPT write for you now. Oh, my goodness. What rough stuff it is being a college student now. (laughs) Sometimes you have as many as three classes in one day, guys. Three in one day. Who can handle that? What human being can get through that? I mean, that is just grueling. I would, uh, you know, if I had to go back to school, I couldn't handle it. I have to fake my own alien abduction to get out of taking a midterm. Yay! Japanese officials removed a street piano after disruptive performances. The authorities in a Japanese city had to take away a street piano, saying that some people took tinkling the ivories way too far. People were playing for longer than the 10-minute limit, and some were even playing too loudly. Must be a very quiet area. Local media reported that officials in Kakagawa, in the west of the country of Japan, have removed this instrument from the main railway station, Concourse, only six months after it was put there for the public to entertain passing commuters. Some of the musicians who played the instrument, acquired from a local kindergarten, were apparently guilty of enjoying themselves a little bit too much. City officials say too many had exceeded the 10-minute limit on their renditions, with one man reportedly playing for an entire hour on the piano, while other people had broken rules such as singing loudly, or they had played at great volume on the piano, even during station announcements, much to the irritation of some of the commuters. Now, after authorities asked some of the artists to please chill out, they failed to do so, and so the city has decided that this piano is going to sound its final note at 9 p.m. on Sunday. Meanwhile, there's been some videos posted on social media showing accomplished pianists seamlessly performing intricate passages of lovely music. Even a young boy steadily works his way through Beethoven's Ode to Joy. How lovely! While some rail passengers will, will no doubt be celebrating the removal of this piano, others are mourning the piano's disappearance. Here's a quote from a teenage girl. Pianos are entertaining and put a smile on people's faces. I just hope others, other players have good manners so street pianos at other stations don't have to be removed as well. I like the pianos. Yeah, puts a smile on my face. Yeah, you know, I'd be pretty sad to lose this piano as well. It's nice to see someone sit down and just spontaneously bust out some piano chords and 
maybe have a little sing-along while you're standing on the subway platform. Those are dreary places, those subway platforms. I was always bored. We have here a, a boy who had just serenaded a passerby say that he was extremely sad to see this piano go, but glad that he had the opportunity to play it. He says, I hope street pianos are installed all over Japan. Yeah, I hope so too. You know, if you can't, you know, this piano here, you, you know what you can do? You can just relocate it to Boston. I mean, I covered a story a few months ago about the Boston subway platforms are so dangerous that they decided to play classical music to stop crime. Uh, my guess is that it hasn't worked because you can still get stabbed to Beethoven's Ode to Joy. How ironic, <laughs> right? Being stabbed to the Ode to Joy? My goodness. Anyways, they could play piano over there. It says here, this instrument may not be silent for long, however. Kakagawa told, uh, officials told the media they had not ruled out moving this piano to a location where it would not clash with station announcements or making it available to street musicians for a limited period anyway. Well, like I said, I like stuff like this. In fact, in my old neighborhood of Chinatown in downtown L.A., at a popular food spot that I would frequent, uh, they laid out a piano right there in the foyer, and people would sit down and play it while we were waiting in line. It was wonderful. I just love that kind of stuff. Um, I love art. I love more, wherever we can have more art, especially art that's free. It's hardly ever free. This was free. Yay! Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News. I hope it was a humorous respite from the often debilitating mainstream news that you're forced to be exposed to on a daily basis. Uh, that's our job here at Weird AF News. Be a nice little distraction and maybe learn something about the weird, weird world that we all live in. It's our world, and it's weird, thankfully. Um, I want to thank everybody who reached out to me the last couple of days. Appreciate those of you who sent me articles. You can always send me something to my email, funnyjones at gmail.com. And you can call the show if you'd like, 646-450-2012. My Instagram is at funnyjones. I uh, ordinarily post my upcoming shows. For instance, Friday night, I'm in Palmdale, California, if anyone is in the area, would like to see. Go to my Instagram, at Funny Jones. You'll, you'll see the details. I'll put them out. Next week, I'll be in Lakewood. Be going down to San Diego the week after that. So just, uh, that's some of the stuff that's on the horizon. And uh, yeah, if you'd like to support the show, maybe you want to support Jonesy, who's a one-man show in a closet here. You can do so by buying me a coffee or uh, joining the Patreon. And you can do all of that at weirdafnews.com, the official website of Weird AF News. That's right. I want to thank you for your time, which I respect. So we'll keep it brief.